Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Mantra with Livy. Clearly I am fucking Livy. Hello ladies and gentlemen, how are we doing today? Hopefully fucking amazing. Okay, let I honestly God, let's be honest here. I do not know how to fucking start off the episodes after like I do the intro. Like what the fuck am I supposed Okay, I first of all I have to stop swearing. My mom is going to be livid. Not really that I care what my mom has to say. To be 100% honest, but like me swearing this much is getting a little excessive for everybody. So I'm going to try and not swear. I don't think that's going to go well, but we'll see how it is. Anyways, as I was saying, I don't know what to say after the intros. I just, I genuinely don't know. I just want to get into my week intro as quick as possible, but I feel like I have to greet you in some sort of way. So let's just get into my week intro. So I had... A mental breakdown when was it Monday because I was laying on my bed watching sex in the city drinking my lemon water as any bitch does okay and I spilled it on my laptop immediately I cried full tears coming down my face face I was like I broke my laptop I literally broke my laptop and I'm not in a position to just be buying myself a brand new laptop like I'm just not there right now and I was like this is what I do all of my work on so immediately panicked okay I keep trying to turn it on and off it's not working I'm having even more anxiety then I'm like you know what I'm gonna do I'm not gonna be anxious I'm going to manifest that I fix my laptop, okay? And you're like, wait, absolutely, what are you talking about? So I just kept telling myself, I was like, your laptop laptop is fixed, your laptop is fixed, your laptop is fixed, your laptop works, your laptop works. I just kept saying that in my head, okay? That worked for all about two minutes, okay? As I'm cleaning my apartment, I break down into full tears. I slide down my wall, bawling my eyes out like it's a scene from a movie. Honest to God, give me an Oscar. I fucking deserve it because I literally was so dramatic. I put my hands over my eyes, bawling my eyes out, and I was like, what the absolute fuck is happening, God? So I have not spoken to God in a while. We all know that I love the universe and I believe in like the universe and my angels. And then I was like, Livy, it's time to get on your knees for something beneficial and pray to the Lord. I prayed. I prayed that my laptop would be fixed. I had to shove it in a bag of rice overnight. Surprising, right? Like, who really thought that shit worked and not me? And as I'm like looking in my pantry, I'm like, all I have is sushi grade rice because I'm a bougie bitch. And I was like, there's absolutely what the hell. So I had to order some rice and it actually worked, guys. So everything is all good. My laptop is fine. God really loves when I'm on my knees praying to him because he made this shit work. So thank you, Jesus. Okay. Do you guys remember London on the track? He texted me, okay? This fucker needs to get a hobby because texting me is just not it. So London on the track, I told you guys I cut him off because he's poor. No, okay? <laughs> I'm kidding. Ah, no, I, yeah. He's the one that made me like pay the bill. It was like a weird encounter, right? If you know, you know. So... He texted me and he just was trying to be funny and I responded back. I was very rude. 
because I'm very rude. If I do not like you and you text me, I'm, I'm going to be like, absolutely, why are you talking to me? Why are you trying to even speak to me? I hate you. I don't hate him. I'm just like, ew, why did I even waste a second talking to him? So I just thought I'd update you that he texted me, and that's how I knew my Mercury retrograde was going to start in a spiral, okay? Because I'm having people from the past reach back out to me. I cannot wait to see who else comes out. But I can feel Mercury retrograde already like kicking in. It started September 27th, so it started this Monday, I believe. And I can feel it kicking in because I woke up Monday to the weirdest dream. And like, I have to tell you this dream. And it's so bizarre. And I don't know how to feel. And I don't know what it symbolizes. And it's just creepy and weird in general. And I don't know if we're getting too close on this podcast. And maybe I shouldn't be telling you this. Anyways, we all know my twin flame. If you don't know about my twin flame, go listen to Mercury Retrograde Made Me Manic. That is the episode where I talk all about my twin flame. I had a dream. And I woke up from this dream physically ill. I had this dream that he was laying on my bed, butt-ass naked, and, like, he just kept, like, flaunting his butt. Like, it was just, like, a weird event. Like, in this dream, I woke up, I texted my best friend in the morning, and I was like, I saw my twin flames full asshole in the dream last night. And there is no better way to absolutely be disgusted by somebody than dreaming of their asshole like it was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced and I woke up I'm not crying but I honestly could cry just you guys aren't understanding the vision of him like if you know my apartment visualize this tall ass man butt ass naked looking back at me with like his legs in the air smiling I fully lost any intention feeling respect I've ever had for him and it just progressively got worse like I fully saw his asshole like it was just a weird 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 dream like I would have rather dreamed of anything else in the I have like the most bizarre dreams so after I dreamed that I definitely thought about offing myself because there is no valid reason to dream about somebody's asshole like that was so beyond creepy to me and beyond weird and I could never talk to him because like I have fully seen his asshole and like I there's just and it's not even in a fun way like don't get me wrong I'm not against butt stuff like go off queen if you like butt stuff but the fact that I saw his bare asshole like and oh my god I literally can't handle this and my dream is driving me a little bit crazy and I've really kept that inside I haven't told many people because I felt like it was weird so instead I'm telling thousands of people that's lovely but I fully saw his asshole and I'm so uncomfortable and he will never be hearing from me again and if he listens to this episode it was the funniest thing ever because he's like tries to be all manly and stuff and he was just looking like such a little girl in the like not you not like weird like a little girl but he was just looking like a girl in the dream just like kicking his feet in the air and like i fully saw his like everything and i was absolutely horrified so i don't know what the hell that was but mercury retrograde has started i already 
was crying about my ex when I was getting my nails done yesterday. Don't know why. Haven't spoke to him in four years. Haven't thought about him in four years. Honestly, he could get hit by a bus and I'd be like, okay, cool. Like you low-key deserved it. Like I don't fuck with this ex whatsoever. And I literally was like, oh my God, I wonder how he is. And then I was like, bitch, no, you don't. You actually don't care about him whatsoever. Like I vocalize all the time about how weird he is. And I'm like, no, I actually could literally give a fuck what he's doing with his life. He could be homeless and I'd be like, okay, cool. Like don't really care. Um, I'm a heartless bitch. Anyways, let's get into this week's episode. So once again, I'm talking about my sexual assault. Okay, sorry. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to sing that. Actually, I fully meant to fucking sing that. It's my podcast. I can do what I want. So we're going to talk about life after sexual assault. No, we're going to talk about dating and having sex again after sexual assault. We're really going there, okay? Because after my assault, I was like, these legs will never be opened again. Like, there is absolutely no way I am busting these legs open for anybody. And as you know, I'm going to keep it lighthearted and funny as much as I can because that's what I do, but it might get a little serious. But I want to get into, if you don't already know about my sexual assault and you're new here, let's talk about how I was assaulted. Okay, trigger warning, I'm talking about my assault. So it's really funny to me, actually, not that I was assaulted, like that's genuinely not that funny, but it's funny to me that I do not remember the night of it happening like I remember it happening but I don't remember what we did to save my life before that like I mean the events leading up like I don't remember if we got food I don't I don't remember what the hangout session was and I was telling that to somebody and they were like that's because your trauma blocked that out completely no matter how hard I think I cannot remember what we did leading up to the assault um if you're new here, he salted me in my sleep, and this was after him. I've already told him previous. I had been raped and assaulted before. God, it's like a fucking trend for me, and it's like literally not cute. Anyways, and I had told him all about that because I'm always very anxious when I have like a man in my bed or near me. I get super anxious. It's not even quirky and cute. It's actually horrible, and. I told him about that because I was like, hey, don't rape me in my sleep. Been there, done that once before. Like, please don't do that to me, right? And he literally assaulted me. I'm like, how much more pathetic could you be? He literally assaulted me in my sleep. Anyways, this happened last year in like November, December time, I believe. But my trauma has blocked out a lot of what had, like I, the one thing it didn't fucking block out was the actual event of it happening. I could... I am picturing that right now in my head. Like, I remember that to a fucking T, but it blocked out everything else before that. And then right after that day, I just remember I had a therapy appointment and it was pretty fucking horrible. Um, But yeah, so I was assaulted. Let's get into, I get a question like, why did I not press charges yet? Because bitch, I might. No, actually, I do have a plan of when I want to. Just like, let me do it in my own time. Fuck off. Anyways, so... The main reason, though, I did not want to press charges is because I met him through a friend group that I was just ending a friendship with, and it was like a really dramatic friendship breakup. And it was really just, I'm like the type of person when I break up with someone or I stop being friends with somebody, I'll never look at your page. I'll never check up on you. Like, I'm sorry, but these people are genuinely, I act as if they are dead to me just because it's, I don't know. That's just how I function. Like, I genuinely have a funeral for them in my head. Boyfriends, ex-friends, anything. I mean, like, 
wish them the best literally nothing but the best but like for me to move forward in my life these people are forever dead to me you're like okay but you're nuts no but that's always how I've been like as soon as I don't have somebody in my life they're genuinely dead to me so the thought of having to go through a court trial with this guy that I first of all I don't ever want to fucking see because he's dead to me as well like fully dead to me and I don't want to like reignite a flame of old friendships coming back into my life for any sort of way like I just don't want that whatsoever so like I and I didn't think it'd be a positive thing I think it would have been a really negative thing if they were to come back into my life and in just any sort of way like I was genuinely trying to protect myself from any sort of drama and I know I'm leaving Chicago very soon so I was like I just like don't need these people in my life anymore like I've moved past this I don't want anything to do with any of these people and I felt like me pressing charges would bring that up as well as I do not think I can have it in me to have a judge look at me and invalidate my feelings. Like, I think that would be even more painful. I also don't think I can go to court and look at this guy. Like, I think I would actually would throw up, and I think I actually would want to um, slice his Achilles tendons. Like, I think I would absolutely go fucking nuts. Like, I'd go in the courtroom, and I'd be the one ending up in prison because I would literally try and fucking kill him. Uh, Just for the simple fact that mm, he assaulted me. Like, why else? You know what I mean? So I just felt, like, personally right now, I do not want to press charges because I just don't want a judge to look at me and somehow invalidate my feelings. Like it's such a sensitive topic for me and it's such a hard topic for me that like I'm not at the place mentally just to be like having to keep talking. Like, oh, all of it in general just like really pisses me the fuck off. Anyways, I just like don't want to see them. So I'm done. Like I've wrapped my hands in and all those things. I feel like the biggest justice somebody could get is not me pressing charges is not me doing anything like that as much as he deserves that it's the simple fact of like you're going to have to live with the fact that you assaulted somebody I think there's a lot more pain there than anything because like hurt people hurt people and the fact that like you have to live with the fact knowing that you're a sexual assaulter and a horrible person and you like truly deserve to die must be really horrible and you're probably like well maybe he doesn't feel that way um I feel like we've seen on this podcast that I have made a lot of episodes about this topic. I've also made a lot of episodes um, regarding this in general. I think this is like a pretty known fact. He knows exactly who he is and like he knows exactly what he did. You know, like the way I went about it, like he knows exactly what he did. And I think living a life knowing you're an absolutely disgusting human being to assault women is a lot worse than anything a judge can do and I just like have to trust that like karma will like take care of that and that he will get hit by a bus okay I'm kidding so anyways let's get into the aftermath of the assault because I want to like break down literally every single thing about this so I was extremely depressed can you believe it? No, but I honestly was like so depressed and I I hated leaving my house. Mind you, this was still during quarantine and stuff, but I let's not be fucking stupid. I was in Miami during a quarantine as well. Like I clearly could have left my house if I wanted to, but I after so the first 3 months it didn't hit me up to what happened like 
it hit me in March, kind of everything. I didn't like, yes, I knew I had been assaulted, but none of it really hit me. So as soon as it hit me, I was like, I don't want to leave my house. I don't want to do anything. And I kind of just stayed inside and was like, bitch, you need to fucking heal. Like it was really hard for me to leave. Like I would only leave to go to Barry's and like the grocery store or see my sister. Like I genuinely didn't want to be around any of my friends. I didn't want to be around anybody. Like I was absolutely miserable and I didn't talk to any men obviously I just got assaulted the last thing I want to do is fucking scroll through hinge but like I genuinely felt so alone and I did not think I'd ever have sex again I was like there's absolutely no way I'm throwing this ass back for literally anybody again because I felt as if I was so confident with sex. I've always been so confident with sex and I've always loved sex, like enjoyed it so much. And I was like, I know how to suck a dick and I know how to ride a dick like a pro. And you're like, Livy, what what was that? This is your sexual assault episode. You need to throw that in there. Yeah, I've always just like, I was groomed at a young age. Like at 16, I was groomed by a 20 year old man, like uh, fully dated a fucking pedophile. And he really groomed me into be a woman that knows how to fuck really well. So I've always been super confident in sex. I've always really loved sex. And I felt after this assault, he completely ripped that from me. Like I felt so just disgusted by it. I felt so repulsed by sex. I just felt actually horrible. And I was like, I don't ever want to have sex again. And that was really sad for me because I love sex. I remember being in like therapy sessions and being like, here's the thing though, like I genuinely loved sex and I loved it even more when I loved the person I was doing it with. And like the thought of me even meeting someone and like having sex eventually was felt genuinely impossible to me. And I was like, there's just literally no way I could do this. Like there's just absolutely no way. And I just felt sex in general was like completely ripped from me like every part of sex was just I was like no there's like no way I can do this so I genuinely became a nun and I put that chastity belt down and I was like nobody's fucking me tonight and I didn't leave my apartment like what else can I say but I really did spend most of my time crying like let's be honest But don't worry, I'm going to get into like what helped me get through the assault because I'm not just going to sit down here and be like, I was crying the whole time and like not really give you guys what really helped me get through this. But um, also like none of my close friends or family really understood it. Like until you're assaulted yourself, which I literally wish I had nobody, you're not going to understand it. Like my sister would be like, what the fuck are you crying? But like she would let me cry. But she'd be like, stop fucking crying. And I was like, Lara, until you get assaulted do not speak to me and I was just like nobody gets it nobody's understanding me and I just felt like super alone like I just felt like I genuinely had nobody because like nobody was understanding like why I was so depressed and I was like I don't know because I got fucking assaulted and they're like okay but like move past it and I was like bitches I'm fucking trying here like I'm trying to move past this as best as I can but like everybody heals at their own pace and everyone's gonna heal in their own sort of way and like mine was just taking a really fucking long time no I feel like mine even healed pretty quickly because like in the past when I've been assaulted it took even longer yes believe it or not this is not my first assault experience anyways it was fucked up Louie why do you keep joking about this trauma anyways I literally just 
I had my therapist and I had berries. And those were the two things that really got me through this. Like those were the two things that I looked forward to every day. Just waking up knowing I had like my berries boot camp class was like the best kind of therapy. Cause then I'd be running in that class and I'd be like, Libby, remember when you got assaulted? Run faster, you bitch. I don't know why. I literally do not know why I do that, but I would work out so hard and I would release all this anger that I had. So it just would always clear my mind. So that's really what helped me, but I'm going to get into more of what helped me later. But I want to talk about the bulk of this episode, and that's moving on and dating and having sex with everybody after the assault. I honestly wish. Like, imagine if I was like, yeah, so I just got um, gangbanged, and that's how I got over that assault. Because when you take several dicks at once, you will not think about being assaulted ever again. No, I'm kidding. I would never get gangbanged. It's just too much pressure. Anyways, so... At this time, I was not actively looking for someone to talk to or date. I never really am. I honestly almost find it more of an inconvenience when I have to talk to somebody every day. I don't know if that's because I'm so comfortable being alone or because I'm absolutely a little bit insane, but like it's almost better for me when I don't have a relationship because I can focus more on me. I think I'm a narcissist. Anyways, who cares? But I just like I'm never looking for a relationship. I sound like I sound like I'm trying to I sound like I'm trying to convince myself and I'm trying to convince the universe that I'm like, yeah, like I'm really not looking for a relationship. So like they like give one to me. No, but like, I don't know. I just always kind of have hated men. So I'm like, ew, fuck them, die. But that's just always kind of been my vibe. And so since I yeah, so I was never really looking for someone. Anyways, I met this guy out with one of my friends. I met him through my friend's friends. And he we just like hit it off really well. I don't know why my voice just <sighs> But anyways, we hit it off really well. Like immediately there was a connection. Immediately there was chemistry. And it was really, really apparent that there was. He's super nice. A really nice person. I feel like I've never talked to somebody that nice before in my life. Like genuinely a nice person. I was super vocal about my assault. Like pretty early on. Okay, well first of all, I met him when I was drunk. Okay, let's talk about that. I was downing tequila shots like it was my fucking job when I met him, okay? I'm throwing back tequila in the back of my throat as if it's water and I'm dehydrated, just ran a damn marathon. So I'm drunk. When the first night I meet him, I say, listen, I've been raped. I've been assaulted twice. You're not going to get anything past me. Do I know why I said that when I was drunk? Absolutely not. No. Not my best moment, not my best move to say that, but I was just letting him know that. Mind you, I don't remember saying that. I just remember the next time him and I hung out, he was like, I was like, hey, like we have to take things really slow because I was taking things super slow. I was like, we have to hang out in my movie room in my movie theater in my building because I, you're just like, can't be in my apartment. He's like, is it because of the assault? And I was like, oh my God, you, I was like, he listens to the podcast. He has to listen to my podcast. How else is he going to know about the assault? So immediately I'm like, wait, you're a fan. Like you're a fan of Midday Matcha. Do you want an autograph? I will sign an autograph. And then I'm like, wait, I'm about to like, I'm like talking to one of like my fans, like my avid listeners. Like how else is he going to know I was assaulted? Like he's been listening for months before I even met him. And then I'm like, is this premeditated? Like, was he trying to just meet me beforehand? Cause he's just been such a fan of the podcast. And like now he can just really live the full midday matcha Livy experience. Like, is that what he's trying to do? And so I'm immediately like, 
babe stop i'm gonna give you an autograph you're absolutely insane tell me what's your favorite episode is it the mental illness one which which mental illness one? yeah there's several like come on which one is it babe and then i was like what a fan in my presence i love it no he was like you told me when we were you were drunk and i was like oh my god i'm just going out here telling people i meet out that i've been assaulted and raped like what that is so creepy and weird of me that I'm like looking at people like I've been assaulted. I've been raped. Like you, what else are you going to do? Murder me? Like what's worse? Rape? Murder me. Fucking kill me at this point. Like the fact that I'm just telling men this is a problem. Okay. Anyways, looks like he turns out he didn't listen to the podcast <laughs> is what it is. Anyways, like I said, we took it very slow. So I have boundaries that I've set up. So one of my boundaries that my therapist and I have set up is the simple fact that I cannot have men in my apartment because that's an easy way for them to assault me if they really wanted to. It just, I live alone. It's just really not, not a vibe to bring a man into my apartment. You know, it's already giving them the wrong idea in general. There's a huge bed in the middle of my room. It's like me being like, oh, like, no, I don't want to have sex with you. It looks like the biggest tease in the entire world. But I'm like, but come sit on my bed. Like, and it, my couch is too a foot away from my bed so it's like oh like no I don't want to have sex but my bed's right here like so tempting like literally fuck off Libby you're like a giant fucking whore tease like don't bring them into your apartment anyways so it had been a year since I had sex and I was like oh my god I'm literally the virgin Mary and I hate it I remember being like I literally hate that I haven't had sex like I used to love this shit I need to get back on it like this is pathetic Libby and I have my sister too who is just encouraging me to be the biggest whore being like you haven't got laid in a year that's fucking weird I'm like Jesus Christ like I'm dealing with assault she's like assault or no assault you need to get fucked I'm like oh my god literally what is my life anyways I knew I wanted to have sex so like that was the one thing so my boundaries were set up. I was always really vocal with him about too, about being triggered. Like if he touched me in a certain way, I'd be like, I'm triggered. Like you're literally my rapist. Relax, you know, which is like a lot for a guy to handle. I am in general a lot for somebody to, I actually don't think I'm that much for somebody to handle. It's just like not the right person that they can't handle me. But the simple fact that like, imagine someone's like, you're hooking up with someone and they like touch you in a weird spot. And immediately my reaction is like, oh, what are you? My rapist? Like relax, buddy. Fucking chill. You're reminding me so much of my rapist literally relaxed but he was always really good about that so anytime I was triggered I would let him know when he wouldn't do that thing again so also he's older than me by a lot but like not too much like he's not 40 he's not even 35 but like he's not even 32 he's not even 31 I'm just trying to let you know he's like older but he's like not so fucking old that like I'm dating a grandpa but I just think the fact that he's older is a lot better for me in that sense to, because he was more understanding of this and he had seen this more he was like I've known so many people that have been assaulted like I'm old as fuck obviously no he never said that but he was like I'm old so obviously like I'm aware of these situations like I've dealt with people who have dealt with these situations rather if it was someone who was like around my age area like I don't think they really would have understood it as much but I it came to a point that I was so of us hooking up that I was like yeah, I want to have sex, but like so scared, like didn't really want to do it. I was like, I'm actually scared. I really hate this. Like, I don't want to do this, but obviously I'm not going to do something I don't want to do, but I came so sick and tired of being 
scared. I was like, I'm so tired of like not having sex. I'm so tired of not living my normal life. I'm so tired of being in this apartment all the fucking time. I'm just so tired of these little things. And I'm even more tired of the fact that this man that sexually assaulted me had already taken enough for me. The last thing that he deserved was me not having orgasms you know what I mean like I'm this guy's preventing me from having wild crazy sex because I'm letting the thought of the assault get into my head too much and it's something that I know I can control so once I was like literally fuck him he can actually choke and die I need to live my life again and I need to be who I was before this assault or even better who I am after this assault and like do the things that I want to do it's like fucking suck it up Libby and take that damn dick so that is what I did oh my god literally horrible I could have phrased that 20 times better but like this is where we're at so I was just sick and tired of like the fact that he had already taken so much from me I was like you don't deserve to take anything else from me you literally deserved nothing else from me so like fuck off I'm gonna live my life and that's what I did I lived my life and I rode that d anyways so And I also didn't want to think every guy I was talking to would assault me just because that is what I was used to. Unfortunately, I'm used to fucking assault, baby. But I just didn't want to keep thinking every single guy was going to assault me. Like, that was going to get me absolutely nowhere and it was going to drive me even more insane. So, like, I was like, I just need to let that go, okay? Because, like, not everyone's going to assault you. And even if they do, like, I know that I could get through that regardless because I've done it how many times it's like what's one more assault it's a lot god so don't give it to me whatever you do literally do not give me an assault because it's a fucking lot and it put put my life on pause for a moment and I was depressed so Jesus please enough with the assault I've had so much character development it's not even fucking funny so yeah I was kind of like forced into trusting him okay first of all was not forced into trusting him but like I had to trust him in order to have sex again but I also like had to trust myself like no matter what happened like I said I'd get through it so I did it I did lots of sex lots of good sex too and it just opened my legs for the bright future that's in front of me of wild crazy sex because that's what I was missing and I am not going back to being the fucking virgin mary ever again babe ever again I'm opening these legs for good anyways so I feel like I'm back to living my normal life again, life pre-assault, but even better because I feel like I have better people in my life and I feel like I'm just, I've grown so much since the assault. Even my therapy session this morning, I was like, she was like, at least four times was like, look at that. That is such a healthy behavior. Never in her life has she said that to me. Never in her life before has she been like, look at that. Look at that boundary you set up. That's so healthy. She said healthy like three times. This episode, this, um, I'm literally obsessed with myself. Anyways, she's like, you're, that's a healthy thing that you're doing. So many times that session that I was like, look at me go look at me go look at me go bitch you're a healthy ass bitch okay so she's never once said that to me so that's how we know I'm fucking growing anyways um I'm always out I don't spend my days in my apartment anymore I'm like I'm always out like I'm always out no like I'm just out I'm not just literally sitting in the apartment crying and making tiktoks anymore um I'm having sex again I'm dating good and genuine people I'm not that depressed anymore if I'm depressed it's about something completely different than the assault like sometimes I'll think about the assault and I'm like little does he know it was a blessing in disguise because it was something I needed to grow from again apparently because it wasn't enough the first time Jesus it wasn't enough the first time I got assaulted and it wasn't enough when you made me get raped Jesus but apparently now it's enough okay I'm telling you it's more than enough anyway sorry about that I just need to let the universe Jesus know like I'm done like I've 
I've done the character development I needed to do that they kept throwing this assault at me. Like, it is what it is. So... Yeah, I don't hold the assault that heavy anymore. Like, I don't really cry about it at all. Like, it's just not super heavy to me anymore. I feel like I'm back to me. I feel like I'm back to that sexual, sexy little bitch that I was before. What was that? Livy, what was that? Anyways, I just feel like I'm back to me again. I'm back to who I was before the assault, but better because I have better boundaries in place. It's been a year of a hell, but like I'm back. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. And I'm happy again and I'm happy to be dating again and I'm happy to be talking to these guys again. And I'm going to bag a rich motherfucker. Okay, so my God, Libby, relax, Libby. So here's my advice on how to have sex again after assault. Just open your legs and that's it for Midday Mountain. No, could you imagine? I'm like, so my advice is just bust those legs open, bitch. Take that D like a champ and you're good. No, not it at all. Let yourself heal because when I tried to date before I was ready to date, I would come home crying. Like I, it was one date, okay? It was one date, but I came home and I was like, ew, absolutely disgusting. Ew, absolutely horrible ew ew like that's just how I felt and I like was like this is so pathetic and this is horrible therapy has really helped me if I did not have my therapist I would have flown thrown myself off my balcony just kidding I literally too much of a narcissist to off myself actually we know that's not true because I've had attempts in the past anyways so I'm not a narcissist okay it's literally literally relax if I did not have my therapist. I feel like I would have been in a way worse position, but since I had her and I can text her whenever I want, I can, we have sessions all the time and I'm doing the work to heal myself. I feel like I really truly healed myself and I just had someone to talk to that really wasn't telling me to stop fucking crying. So like that was even more important. Barry's, I've talked about Barry's camp so many times. I love it. But to work out and get that anger out of my head whenever I needed to was like so necessary for me because I was an angry little elf and the only thing that was really going to help me was doing berries and like getting berries out and what? Livy, getting berries out was just working out like super fucking hard. Like that's the one thing is like I just work out so fucking hard because it helps me get out everything that I'm keeping inside mentally. Journaling. I wrote a lot of fucking poems. I wrote a lot of deep, dark poems. Um, they're really good. Honestly, they're really, really good. Uh, not to brag, but my deep and dark poems, if you remember the episode with Maisie, I t showed you guys one of the poems. It was actually a weird event. Maisie was talking about the Grammys and I was like, she was like, look at this like amazing caption I wrote. And I was like, wait, should I share my sexual assault poem? And she was like, yeah, like do it. Um, so it's on that episode. I think it's the surviving friendship breakups one where I read the poem that I was like, this is the poem that I wanted to, I don't know what's up with me in poems, but it is what it is. I'm a writer. What can you say? I'm a writer. Anyways, don't numb yourself. Like feel all the pain because the only way that you're going to get through the pain, I know this is so cliche. I sound like a fucking Pinterest board, but like the only way that you're going to get through the pain is like getting through it. Like you have to feel all the pain. Like don't numb yourself to alcohol and drugs because guess what? Once the alcohol and drugs are gone, you're still going to feel it, babe. So like always feel the pain and like feel it all the way through and it's going to be okay. Just like let your feel that pain and I know there's days where you're like I can't do this anymore like I'm never gonna get through this it's been so long don't give yourself a time limit on healing either but like you're like I genuinely like 
Like, when is this going to get better? And it eventually does. Like, eventually. And I remember it all happening so quickly for me, too. Like, I remember I was going out more. I was doing more. I was working more. I was happier. And, like, then he just, like, came into my life, fucked the assault feelings out of me. And that was that. Okay. That was fucked up. I'm sorry. Anyways, just don't rush back into dating. And, like, when you're ready, you'll know you're ready. Like, that's about it. It's, like, when you're ready, you know you're going to be ready. And now I'm just, like, happy. Yeah, I'm like a happy little bitch again. Okay, so I don't know what that was either. Um, I'm a little highly caffeinated today because I haven't done my workout yet because I had therapy in the morning. Then I wanted to record this bitch. And then I'm going to go to my workout class. So I'm highly caffeinated because I need a lot of caffeine before. But that was it for my sexual assault episode. To all my sexual assault little baddies out there who are victims of it, um, feel free to DM me. I It's actually concerning the amount of people that I have DM me about sexual assault. But like... I love it at the same time because I love um, helping anybody that needs help through it. I'm always here. DM me. Talk to me if you need to talk to me. Just want you to know you're not alone and it's okay and you're going to get through it and whatever you're feeling is only temporary and you're going to get through it all. You're going to be able to open those legs again, girly. Don't worry, girly pop. You're going to be able to bust it open, okay? Um, and that is that. Also, like, laugh a little. Okay, stop fucking crying so much. Kidding, I'm not my sister. I would never tell you to do that. Cry until there's no more tears left. I honestly felt like I cried so much because like I wasn't getting wet anywhere else. So it was like the the moisture in my body needed to come out somewhere, babe. Let me tell you, let me tell you. Okay, that was so fucking weird. Anyways, if you want more of me, you can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at SheIsLivvy. Go watch my vlog on YouTube. I don't know what it is about these YouTube numbers that are so fucking low, but it's insulting, okay? My YouTube channel is It's Livy Bitch. You guys, I have a link tree in all of my bios. Click the fucking link tree and the vlog will be there. Like, go watch the vlog. Go comment on the vlog and be grateful or else I'm not going to post on YouTube anymore. And that's that. Um... That was a little bit insane of me, but it is what it is. Okay, I love every single one of you, no matter what you're dealing with, no matter what you're going through. I'm here, here to listen. DM me. It might take me a fat minute to respond. Oh my God, fat triggered. So don't even get me started on my eating disorder. Okay, love you guys. I hope you have an amazing day, night, evening. Whenever the fuck you're listening to this, you're a bad bitch. Never forget that. And go tell the man that sexually assaulted you that he can choke and die, baby. Baby.